0: Listen
2: up. This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store.
3: The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Raggio Mercantile Shop in Raymond, Mississippi. Super, super cool spot. Check it out. Uh, Raggio is a custom duck call maker. He's done it all over the country, uh, whether it's Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys, Major League Baseball players, NFL players. He got into that world and then decided to open up a shop and drop his duck call shop in the back. But it is uh, really, really fine. Really, really good. I mean, he's got barware, he's got all kinds of cool looking luggage. You name it, he's got it. It is high-end and quality. Raggio Mercantile Shop on the Square in Raymond. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We want to welcome in our friend Tom Luganbill. Lugs joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Of course, he is ESPN College Football. Uh, Tom Luganbill, it's National Pig Day, so I thought I'd ask you about Sam Pittman. All right. have uh, Have you been able to sit down with him or, or be around Sam Pittman at all in the last couple of years since he took the head coaching job?
4: Yeah, I've had two of his games and, um, I'll always say this. I truly respect a man that says the term cold beer in one word. <laughs> it's a cold beer.
3: That's right. Cold
4: beer. Sit down and have me. a Yeah. Sit down and have me a cold beer. Uh, so that's all I needed to know. I didn't need any other information. I'm in, I'm all, I'm all in now. From a winning and losing perspective, he's going to have to have a big year this fall. I think, I think he's going to really have to, to, to show some market improvement. And, and, uh, and, and, again, too, I'll say this, got to avoid the injury bug. We had them this last year, and we weren't even five weeks into the season, five, six weeks into the season, we had them at BYU. They could barely function on defense. They didn't have a full secondary to practice with. They played with two true freshmen in the back end. They had no depth. They had a walk on to their number twos. Um, they were dealing with some injuries on offense as well. The quarterback position was banged up. And then they got to the bye week and started to recover a little bit, but it certainly wasn't the year that I think that they expected to have.
3: Mm. And he loses to a – to A-plus coordinators off yeah. the staff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a remarkable story. You know this. From, from being a coach's son, you played yeah. Power 5 quarterback, then you went on to coach before going to ESPN. Um, I mean, Luke's to coach for 30 years, or actually longer than that, 35 years, and never be a head coach, and then some things happen and get that job. I mean, it's a Cinderella story, isn't it?
4: Oh, it absolutely is. To essentially be a lifelong offensive line coach and and really not have any other
3: experience from
4: a leadership standpoint that relates to being a coordinator on either side of the ball. Um, You know, he did start off coaching junior college football, so he's kind of one of those old souls that figures if, you know, if I can go out and coach football with zero resources, I can probably go out and coach football pretty well with quite a bit of resources. And then he just happened to latch on with the with, with the one program that I think he identifies most with and they identify most, and the timing was perfect. Like, let's just say, what, what if he's not the offensive line coach at Georgia and what that stature brings? And he would have been the offensive line coach at, I don't know, um, NC State. Does he get the Arkansas job? I don't know. I yeah, mean, I think so much of that is you know timing and being in the right place at the right time.
3: Sure. Um, is he is he one of the more open, easy to have a conversation coaches on those Fridays when you all go in, or is Big it time. okay?
4: Big time. He is is affable and likable. Enjoyable to be around in a production meeting setting. And sometimes those meetings aren't overly enjoyable, depending <laughs> on who's in them. Because we know, you know, we know how coaches are. And the closer you get to game day, uh, they should be coming less paranoid, but they become more paranoid. <laughs> they don't want to tell you anything, and then you know they they think we're going to run off and tell everybody everything that they're going to tell us, which is the last thing that we're going to do. Right? Because if we do that, then they're never going to trust us ever again. So that makes no sense he's one of those guys that's an open book he doesn't care i don't know if he'd care if we went and told the other team something that he told us <laughs> i i really don't i mean i just he's a, he's a good old country boy that loves the sport of football he's a true offensive lineman at heart and i know there's a lot of definitions for a player's coach mm. right and we can term that into many different ways but I think he's one of those guys that, that players really like to play for, for one reason and one reason only. He's authentic. What mm-hmm. you see on the sideline, what you see in an interview, what you see in a production meeting is the same across the board.
3: That's cool. Tom Luganbill, ESPN College Football. How many years have you been with ESPN, Lukes?
4: Uh, This coming fall, I'll be embarking on my 19th season. I cannot believe I'm saying that.
3: Okay.
2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Just go to ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy ramp.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton bank and Celtic bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply.
3: Um, who was more of an open book back in uh, 12, 13, 14, 15 when they were in this state, Hugh freeze or Dan Mullen on Friday.
4: Uh, Actually, probably fairly equal. I would say that Sue um, three is a little more um, kind of outgoing. Like, he'd come out to practice, he'd come over and chat with you and hang out a little bit. Um, but I would say in meetings, they were, they were very, very similar. I always joke with Dan Mullen now that he works here. Like, Dan Mullen had this routine he used to drive us nuts. So we go in, and, and we'd have our, our, our production uh, meeting all set up. And Bill Martin at the time was there. I think the last Good guy, by the way. Great guy, great guy, the Tennessee guy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he would have a, a lunch, a lunch, because we'd have, you know, the two coordinators, which really John Hesky was the coordinator, he just wasn't me. And, <laughs> then, uh, and uh, then we'd have, you know, a couple of players. But Dan would always come in last. And he would come in soaking wet after having worked out. Didn't go take a shower, didn't do nothing. Go right over to the food table and start grabbing some food and just start chowing down while he's talking to us. <laughs> and it's like, come on, Coach. What are we doing, dude? And, uh, and I, I always bust his shots about it to, to this day. But um, he's a, I would say, to answer your question, he's a little more guarded and not paranoid. But maybe a little bit more guarded than than Hugh Freeze was.
3: Okay, what is Kirby Smart like?
4: Um, a more personable. Uh, you know what he's like. He's kind of like a blend of Sam Pittman and Nick Saban. Wow. He, he's he's gonna he's gonna be very guarded. He's not gonna reveal an awful lot. He's gonna keep things close to the vest, but he's gonna do it in a very friendly country folk type manner, if that makes sense. So you still kind of have a lot of that, you know, we don't reveal much here and, and you know, we'll, we'll answer questions to a certain point, but extremely easy to get along with, extremely uh, welcoming. I think here here's what I have found over the last 18 years, is that you can go into a lot of places. Let's just say our game's on Saturday afternoon. We go in on Thursday and we're going to stop by practice. On a Friday, we will get together with the coaching staffs in person, on site, and then we'll have our production meeting after that as a a television crew, and then Saturdays we go into the game. But what I have found is there are coaches that um, when you come to practice are awesome. They'll let you go anywhere, stand anywhere, watch any drill. They'll come spend time with you, hang out probably more willing to talk to you about stuff in that setting than they are the next day in the production meeting, right? So you have that guy. Then Friday comes around. And sometimes I have found that that guy on Thursday is a completely different guy in the production meeting. Wow. And sometimes that guy is the same guy in the production meeting. Then I've also found that the guy that's the same guy on a Thursday or a Friday is a completely different guy on a Saturday. Um, And it's just interesting to see the shifting of emotions and how tightly wound these guys are and how much pressure is on them to perform and to win. And, you know, just when you think the hay's in the barn, it's the end of the week, you've got the game planned down, you've got your kids prepared, you're still sick to death. You're still worried to death. You (laughs) haven't covered something, you know, you're wrong about something. And so that real nice affable guy on a Thursday can oftentimes um, be a completely different personality on Saturday. Whereas a guy like Mark D'Antonio is the exact same guy Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
3: Huh? He was a hell of a coach. Uh,
4: Damn good coach.
3: All right. So Tom Luganville, ESPN college football on the Farm Bureau insurance guest line. Is, is Dabo Swinney the same guy or what is he like on Friday afternoon before a game?
4: Dabo Sweeney is the exact same guy on a call, in an in-person meeting, at practice, in pregame warm-up, at halftime, in postgame. There is zero difference in his personality, his uh, demeanor. It's always upbeat. It's always positive. It's always the same. that's just kind of how he's made. Um, the thing with Dabo, you got to be careful because he's, he's – He'll give you anything you want. You ask a question most coaches don't want to answer, he'll probably answer it. But when you, we always joke at the production crew, all right, now we've got a Zoom call with Dabo today. No more than two questions. Because those two questions might go 35 minutes. <laughs> so, he's one, yeah, he's one, he's, he's one of them dudes.
3: So, Dabo is the same but opposite answer than Mike Leach. Y'all ask him one or two questions. He's not going to talk any football, but it still may be 45 minutes on a Friday?
4: Yeah, yeah, very, very similar. And like, um, you know, Mike Leach was was—he'll answer anything you want to talk about football-wise. Um, and then, you know, where, where I found that I was able to kind of break the ice with him is is not necessarily talking about his team or his players, but getting into the theory of the game with him. Like, you know, uh, for example, I could say, "Hey, coach, after all of these years, after all of these years." how is it that nobody has come up with an effective way to shut down the, the, the air raid mesh, which is kind of the staple of the, of the offense. Right. So then you start getting him into that stuff. Well, then he'll start going down a whole other path. Right. <laughs> and uh, which is a lot of fun. And then, you know, like I told you, we, We would talk beer. Um, He would always check my my belt buckle to see what belt buckle I was wearing when we had one of their games. Hold on for our listeners.
3: We did this with Lugs for a couple of years. He's got a bunch of them, but one of them is a Coors Banquet Beer Belt Buckle, which is incredible. And two, Coors has now launched a new marketing campaign around the Coors Banquet Beer, and Lugs and I both agree that it is excellent beer. Sorry, Tom, go ahead.
4: The original banquet, the yellow can, absolutely. Um, but he would, he would always ask about that. And I still, to this day, and I've always wondered, I've never asked, but every time I was in pregame warm-up with Mike Leach, he had a white styrofoam cup. And I always wanted to know what was in that. Like it, it, Sometimes it was coffee, but was it just coffee? Sometimes it was a clear liquid, but, but was it just a clear liquid? I couldn't ever know. It was always a mystery.
3: And a spit cup at times, too.
1: That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: So have you, uh, Tom Lugan, Bill, sharing some stories here with us on the out of bounds show. Uh, this guy seems to be off the charts. Quirky. Have you done a Friday or, or a couple of Fridays with Jim Harbaugh?
4: <laughs> well, yeah. So, uh, I've got some, here's the interesting thing about him. He actually as a field analyst makes my job a little easier because he doesn't do halftime or post-game interviews. He won't do them. So I don't have to deal with him in game at all, which is actually kind of nice. Um, Now I'll go up and pre visit with him and chat with him and things of that nature. And, um, and he's actually very easy to deal with and get along with. He is just, you think mike leach was quirky um like this this dude is an entirely different cat um and you know how i've shared with you with mike leach where there were sometimes you'd be having a conversation with him and mike leach looked at you and he looked like he's looking right through your eyes at the back of your head yes but it wasn't it wasn't in a manner that was disrespectful or that he wasn't paying attention it was in a way that he was five to six steps ahead already. He was he was hearing every word you're saying, all right, where am I gonna go next? Where are we gonna go next? Where are we gonna go next? He was already calculating it. Jim Harbaugh has a lot of the same quirks, only when he's doing it, he's checked out, man. He don't wanna be there, he doesn't want to be answering questions, he's got no time for it, and that's that's just that's just his way. He is all football all the time wow. and don't want to do anything else in any way, shape or form at all. And so, um, but when you deal with him, I mean, he's, 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 he's certainly a, a, a nice guy. And, uh, but like he'll, he'll, he'll play the, the paranoia games too. I had him, um, they had a quarterback issue and it, it was fairly evident that the guy wasn't going to play. and, so what does he do? He rolls the guy out there in pregame warm-up, full pad goes through the entire warm-up, but the guy doesn't throw a single pass, right? And it's like, all right, what are we doing? You just ask this guy to get dressed out and walk around in full pads in pregame warm-up knowing full well he can't throw and he's not going to play. And like, what's the end game here, Jim? It, it,
3: that's, that's fantastic. All right, what about when you're – Urban Meyer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this guy is a freak. Um, All of his winning percentages, Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, Ohio Mm -hmm. State. Uh, Could you get anything out of him on a Friday before a game? So
4: I was very fortunate to have history with him. So I don't, I think I've shared this with you before. Back in 1991 or two, my dad was at San Diego state needed to hire a running backs coach. And, um, the two guys he interviewed for the job were urban Meyer, who was at Colorado state at the time and Sean Payton. And Sean had been a GA for my dad. And so he ends up hiring Sean, but I've known just growing up a coach's kid and in an era where, you know, my dad coached against Earl Bruce, um, My dad coached under Frank Cush and Frank Cush and Woody Hayes were very, very similar people Mm. and urban was coming up as a young coach. So when I first started to get to know urban in 2006, 2007 as a working professional, not a coach's kid. Um, like my name was familiar to him. He knew my background, he knew where I had come from. So he was much more at ease with me. Um, now that didn't make it easy. Like he's, he's the most paranoid, college coach i've been around in the last 18 19 years wow in fact, it might not even be close now gus malzahn's a close second i could see but that gus malzahn from a personality standpoint is is a much better people person than urban is urban i've always said this there are people that have vices in life there are people that are addicted to gambling substances alcohol women what have you Urban Meyer is 110% addicted to the sport of football. Addicted, without question. Um, and, and I've always enjoyed him because you always know where he stands. There is no gray area with him. Um, now, you may not always like it, and it may not always be enjoyable, but you always knew where you stood with him, and the guy won. He won a lot of football games.
3: So there's a lot of people, including yourself, and I think I'm leaning this way too that that Dan Mullen may not coach again. But let's go with Urban. He's so much better on TV than I thought he would be. Um, well,
4: you. By the way, by the way, you say that when he first came to work for us, uh uh-huh. He was downright dreadful. Yes, dreadful. Something but, clicked. He, that doesn't matter. It's who you are. Um, that gets people to tune in by and large for the most part. That's what television has turned into, but you are correct. He has become very good on
3: TV. He is. I didn't think he would be that good uh, with Fox. So my question to you, Tom Lugan, Bill, do you think he coaches again?
4: I want to say no. Um, And the only reason why I say that is his age and the, the, the circumstance, the, the, the job would have to be so perfect and so ready made to win a national championship within a, a, a two to four or three to five year period that I just don't know if the timing of that would work out for him. Okay.
3: All right. Uh, I want to go with one more before we let you go. Um, right. Tom Lugan, bill ESPN college football on the farm bureau insurance guest line. A guy that I, I'm pretty fascinated with, Looks like he may have also turned the corner in LA. Um, Chip Kelly, what's mm-hmm. how how is it being around him uh, the week uh, on a Thursday or a Friday going into a game that he's coaching? What's it like?
4: Absolutely, absolutely awesome. And I, you know, I've known him. I got to know him. I was very fortunate. I got to know him through Mike Velotti, who hired him at Oregon, and I'd known Mike Velotti for years. Then it turns out, you know, he takes over for Mike. Mike comes to work at ESPN. And now Mike and I are doing television three days a week for almost seven years. And so I really then got to get to know Chip even better in that regard. Um, The thing that's funny with Chip is he is a Northeasterner to his heart. He is a no-nonsense, doesn't care what anybody thinks of him, uh, has very little patience for, for shenanigans. But um, he's kind of like when you talk to him; it's like you're talking to a uh, a guy from Charlestown, Mass. who's Who's just gonna tell you what he thinks right off the top of his head, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. You know, uh, uh, you know, GFO, right? Right. Um, GFOH, and he just just don't care. And but I'll tell you what, he has done a really good job at a place that that place is not as easy or as good a job as people think it is. Right. They have very stringent academic requirements. They have issues in the transfer portal with who, who they'll let in. They have issues at the junior college level in terms of whether they'll let anybody in. And you could make an argument that he's as good of an evaluator of personnel, um, and developer as anybody in college football right now. Cause he's done it for the last five years. At UCLA. at
3: Okay. We'll leave it there. Uh, Will Will Urban Meyer coach again? Yeah, and the only ready-made, you know, it would have been like Southern Cal, but they went with Lincoln Riley. And if if Sark doesn't work at Texas, but entering into the SEC, I mean, to, I think Texas is going to average another game and a half, maybe plus loss a year. So how does that look once you, once yeah. that all gets settled? So and and you know Before, this and by
4: the way. Before that, before that, that job might not be the one coming open. The other one in the state might be.
3: That's a great point, Lukes. Yeah, because I, I figure by week four or five, Petrino and Jimbo throw down, and that thing becomes a, a big brouhaha in College Station. <laughs> what,
1: what, oh, I
4: cannot
3: wait. Where are you headed, XFL, this week?
4: Oh, man, I got the best game of the weekend. I've got 2-0 St. Louis coming to 2-0 DC in, in DC at the best venue in the league. The Audi Field, the MLS soccer stadium. Place will be rocking.
3: That's It'll a, be awesome. AJ McCarron, Um Yeah, playing ma- good. His emotional post game's pretty cool, man. Guys want to yeah. play and compete. and I thought that was pretty cool. That was a lot of fun. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
4: Thanks, buddy. Take care.
3: Tom Luganbill, ESPN College Football. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. And yet, one of our listeners text in, I'm not kidding. He has a Coors Banquet Beer uh, belt buckle. And I think that's pretty awesome. He also has a PBR one. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. show is driven by your next John Deere tractor at any of the Ag Up Equipment dealerships in Mississippi. You know what to do with your land. AgUp.com, baby. AgUpEquipment.com. And the text line is 601-885-3776.
4: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com.